Hey everybody, welcome back to Concierge Confidential. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and we are going to be diving into something that was brought up to me, and I thought it was actually very, very interesting, and I have never talked about it before. And uh, the question is, what is a good restaurant if you're here to impress clients, which is actually very, very interesting because we are now into convention time of the year here in Las Vegas. So I thought it'd be fun to sort of go over a couple of places that I think would be really great for not so much business meetings, but, you know, business meetups, dinners, you know, that kind of thing. So these are very specific. So I'll go ahead and dive into them right away. But again, this episode, we're going to be talking about the best places to take a client here in Las Vegas, and they're also some of the best places to actually dine um, anywhere here in Las Vegas. So it might be good for, you know, if your parents are coming into town or something of that nature. So we'll be diving into that next here on Concierge Confidential. Okay, ready? So we are back. So I got this text message, um, you know, over the weekend asking, hey, I have some people coming into town and I it's, you know, a business meeting and I want to impress them or take them someplace that I think clients would be impressed. So um, I actually just got to thinking and yeah, so I came up with a couple ideas. So uh, let's sort of start what kind of vibe you're trying to find for your clients. So obviously a lot of these uh, will vary. It depends on budget. Budget is a huge part of this, especially if you're going to be the only one paying for it. Um, it obviously depends on how much, you know, what, what your budget is and what your kind of clients expect. Always expect your clients to get not the most expensive thing on the menu, but at least typically the signature item on the menu or something around that price. Um, most people are pretty, I mean, again, this is Going off of normal folks, um, obviously when we start getting to Apple and that kind of thing, uh, we are we are talking about a totally different price range, or like football stars, things like that. Where if you're trying to impress a uh, you know football client, you may be dealing in a different stratosphere than you know you know a business meeting would be. So um, typically, you are looking for places. Sort of the criteria when someone asks me, "Hey, I'm looking for a business meet, uh, you know, a dinner, a place that has a you know." A restaurant that is a good place for a, dis- a business meeting, or um, you know something of this nature. So, first thing I'm looking for is one: it has to have the ambiance of a business meeting, um, meaning that it has to be, you know, a nicer restaurant. I would say, looking at on like the one to five star scale, you're looking at least the four star range, just because you have to show that you value this person and you're trying to woo this person. So, obviously, when I think five star. Five star, you're looking at like Joel Robichon, uh, Mr. Chow, um, you know, SW Steakhouse, uh, Carbone, uh, uh, Jean Georges at the Aria. So these places are top tier level. You know, the value, there's not, I'm going to say value, but I would say that there's certainly a expectation in terms of pricing when you go to one of these places. So that's number one. The ambiance itself should actually be pretty well lit um, just in case you have to write you know write down anything um, or sign a contract you don't want it to be too dark so a good example of this of something being too dark would be like Bavette's for example Bavette's is a fantastic steakhouse at the Park MGM but it is very very dark in there it's almost too dark um, and you don't want and you're probably going to be with people who are you know middle to older age and you don't want them to have to take out their phone to shine a light and especially if you're going to be you know 
writing up contracts or, you know, passing out information. You don't want it to be too dark. So that's one example of a place that's, you know, almost too, too dark. Uh, I mean, another good option would be, again, another item would be that it can be a party, which is fine, but you don't want it to be so much of a party. So, for example, like Delilah's is actually a really great choice for a business meeting, but again, availability is actually pretty tough, which will be one of my criteria that I sort of cover um, sort of down the road. Uh, but it's a very mild sort of party atmosphere, meaning that there's not people, you know, running around. There's not too much, you know, inclusion into your uh, to your dining experience. So like Super Frico, for example, is not a good place to have a business meeting because it might be fun and it might be different, but it's actually a little too distracting and people won't actually be paying attention to whatever you're talking about or any, you know, really want to engage in any business at that point. Um, obviously, it's a lot of, you know, a little bit of the combination of a party and, you know, business meeting, but you have to have a place that is more accommodating to your needs. Like Delilah's is great, but there's going to be a reason why Delilah's is not great because uh, you have to look at availability. That's another thing that you have to look at. How hard is it going to be to make a reservation at this place? Because you don't want to promise Delilah's if you haven't already secured Delilah's. Delilah's historically is a very hard place to get a reservation for. Same thing with Carbone. Like Carbone and Delilah's are great for business meetings just because it's extremely, extremely cool to be able to get a reservation at these spots. But maybe you only know about that. Or maybe we only know about that as people who book these things. So availability is very, very important. So that's why you have to build that into why is this place good for a business meeting because a lot of times you have to plan these things way in advance. Sometimes larger groups are pretty tough. Like if you have a party of four, that's pretty standard, but anything larger than that, it gets much, much harder to make these reservations. So that's um, another thing to note. Um, you're going to notice that my list really skews to the steakhouse, uh, sort of steakhouse, Aside, just because it is a safe choice for everybody, just because everybody typically can get their own plate, it's usually you know portioned out where you can get your own thing. You can you can share sides, but most people are going to get their own sides if you have this type of meeting. Um, business meetings are not good places to do family style. So, like a place like for example uh, over at the Palazzo, which I'm forgetting the name right now, uh, Mot Thirty Two, which is Chinese cuisine, is absolutely. Fantastic. It's a really well-lit room. The music's at the right level. But the thing is, is that because it is sort of this like Chinese, well, it's actually Hong Kong, Hong Kong style cuisine, so Cantonese, um, it's very hard to have like a business meeting because everything is sort of communal. Um, you, you The Peking duck, the Peking duck is in pieces. You have to sort of grab off the same plates. And again, you may not be, everybody may not be familiar with each other um, or may not be comfortable eating that style. So it's really hard to do different types of cuisine like that because of that sort of family style aspect of it because again it's delicious but it, it can be kind of awkward especially with people you don't know or are more in a business setting so again a lot of these are going to skew more towards a steakhouse view so really looking for things that are single plate and something that someone can order and it's only theirs and that's you know it's also easier to itemize sometimes that way uh but it shouldn't matter if you're paying for the whole thing so i think i've covered most of this also music is a huge deal like you don't want it to be too crazy in terms of music or too loud um you really want it to be 
pretty standard, pretty straightforward. Um, and again, you're trying to make an impression. And all the places that I've listed, I think, are good places to make an impression where everybody feels comfortable. And there's plenty of things to order off of those menus. So these are absolutely not in any particular order. But I will start with one that just sort of popped into my head once I saw this text message. And let's jump into it. So First one I'm going to mention is Carver Steak at Resorts World. Carver Steak is actually a really phenomenal place to have a business meeting just because it's big, it's airy, it has a nice little bar area where you can sit, have a drink, maybe meet up with one of the people who's there you know, early. Easy place to sort of, as people walk in, they see you so they can meet up, have you know pre-dinner drinks, and then go into dinner where dinner is sort of a normal level room. It's actually a pretty good sized room. You usually can find good spaces. They can do tables for bigger groups, which is, you know, very nice. Um, but it's a bigger space. Also it is a steakhouse with lots of things in the menu, which means that everybody has a choice or everybody has options to choose from. They have fish on the menu. They have lobster on the menu. They obviously have many choices of steak. It's very clean. It's actually, you know, it feels very refined, but it also feels very approachable where you can dress up and have a business meeting. Or if you've been in a conference all day and you're wearing like a quarter zip or, you know, you've been, you know, pretty tired. Um, it's a very approachable restaurant to walk into. So, um, and when I say approachable, approachable for a business meeting. So, um, it's also has a little, just, an, just enough of pizzazz. So they have obviously, you know, a very, a very popular thing about Carver steak is that when you order your entree, which is essentially a steak, um, you get to pick your weapon or choose your weapon, which comes in a beautiful, um, like, you know, custom made box. When you open it up, it has all these knives. Everybody sort of gets to choose their own knife and it becomes a really great talking point for once, you know, you've got your knife uh, to sort of break the ice. It's like, oh, why'd you choose that knife? Well, I choose it because I like this and, you know, so on and so forth. So that's a really cool aspect of Carver Steak is that you get to choose your knives, but it also becomes a great talking point for if you're having a business meeting. It's a really good way to sort of break the ice and sort of get into it. Um, last time I went, they also have a cool martini cart that actually will go through the through the restaurant where you're actually able to, you know, get handmade martinis right at your table. And it's all this sort of pizzazz that goes along with it. So again, just enough, just refined enough where it feels it could be for like a fancy dinner for like a date or it's really great for business meetings. So I would say this is a really great place to choose. Obviously, they have very expensive things in the menu. And of course, you know, they have, you know, steak on the menu. It's in the name. Um, so it can be quite expensive. But I would say that anybody who goes here would be impressed with what you have going on at this place. Um, also, being that Carver Steak is at Resorts World, it has many, many options that you can leave and go to, you know, have drinks, go to the top of the hotel and have drinks and look out of the view. Um, I think Carver Steak really checks all those boxes. And again, a lot of sides that you can choose from. So I think that'd be really good. So moving on, uh, we'll actually go to one of the places that I used to work at, which was MGM Grand, and that is Craft Steak. Uh, Craft Steak was always fantastic for any event. It really was great for sort of a blanket statement of I'm going to be in town with my brother. I want to go eat dinner. Craft steak is a great option. I want to have a good night out, you know, st a steak with my wife, and craft steak is a great option. I'm here for a business meeting. Craft steak is a great option. Craft steak is a good sized room. It's sort of sectioned off where it feels like it's actually, you know, in you know its own little space. They do have booths that make everything feel a little bit more. Uh, private, but I wouldn't recommend the booths if you're on a business meeting. It always feels weird. I would never recommend booths for business meetings, by the way. Would always recommend tables. So I would certainly 
put on your reservation when you are making, um, obviously, reservations for this dinner is always request or put in business meeting or business whatever. Uh, because typically they will try to put you at an actual like table. So like a four top that has the four, you know, sides. So like a big square. Um, that's what I would recommend or a rectangle because you kind of get your own space. It feels like you're not trapped and you don't have to sort of scoot by people if you're trying to go to the restroom or something of that nature. So you can say business meeting and you can say, I prefer a table rather than a booth. I think that's very important when making these reservations is make sure you put, it is a business meeting. And a lot of times, now they do offer that on the criteria but craft steak is great because it has obviously steak on the menu they also have fish on the menu they have lobster on the menu and they have a really great deal of sides which uh which is really important especially if you have somebody who is vegetarian or vegan that's also another thing that you should definitely be asking when you're having these business meetings or before you're making these reservations is know who they are and if you don't already know Ask them if they have any dietary restrictions or are there or do you have any dietary restrictions? Because then if you find out that somebody's vegan or vegetarian, uh, you can certainly plan accordingly as well. But the cool thing about craft steak is even if you book somebody who has a dietary restriction, craft steak was actually one of the best places at, at, at MGM Grand that had vegetarian options. So they had really nice big sides, very rustic in, you know, in, in terms of presentation. And they can typically always accommodate a vegetarian person. The great thing about Vegas in general is that we're very accommodating to vegan and vegetarian uh, dietary restrictions. So always just put on the reservation that you have somebody who's vegan or vegetarian and they can typically take care of it. So again, some places are better than others. Like Kraft Steak, Carver Steak, I think are, are good with this in terms of vegan and vegetarian options. So Craft Steak, again, I think is at the perfect level. They have wonderful selection of wine. And I think that's would be it would be great for a business meeting. And it, you know, and the tones are very, very much for business meetings. It's not, you know, too it's not on the spectrum of being, you know, white, you know, white uh, white glove, uh, but is very, very high service uh, at Craft Steak. So pretty, pretty straightforward. So Moving on, uh, we'll actually end up going to, let's go ahead and do an Italian restaurant. So Italian is very interesting because I don't always want to, it's tough. So, but Italian is actually one of those items or one of those options that is great because you can do single uh, single entree meals where it is not communal, which again, of course, communal is fine, especially if you know the person. But um, Scarpetta in, in particular is very a, a very refined New York style Italian restaurant where it does have all these you know kind of rustic looking dishes, but presented in a very sort of like Manhattan metropolitan way. So they do have like spaghetti. They also have tagliatelle, which is my favorite. They have steak on the menu, which is nice. They also have a lot of different like ravioli, raviolis, raviolos. Uh, they also have salad, of course, all over. Oh, so much salad. Uh, but Really, really great choice. Um, I would say it's definitely on the fancier version in terms of what the room feels like. It's a much more romantic restaurant in general, but it can certainly double as a business meeting spot um, just because the bar itself, I would not dine in the bar area. 
Not at all. It's way too small. Uh, the bar, the, the bar is long, which is nice, but definitely make one reserva- make reservations for Scarpetta. Typically, a week and a half in advance is the way to go. Scarpetta making a reservation the week of is absolutely horrendous. So you want to make Scarpetta at least a week and a half in advance of making your reservation at Scarpetta. I don't know why it is this way. It's just you look a week and a half in advance, plenty of reservations. Once you get to the week of, Everything goes away. It's almost like clockwork every single time. But Scarpetta is located at the Cosmopolitan, which from the beginning is going to be, you know, super, super nice. Um, It just feels very modern. It feels fresh. It feels in the heart of everything. That is a really great choice. So I would say Scarpetta Italian is a really fantastic place, and the food is phenomenal. And again, it's actually not super expensive. I think one of the most expensive things they have on the menu is their ribeye, which is you know close to about a hundred bucks. But it is a fantastic preparation of the ribeye. So really, really tasty. Also fantastic wine selection because a lot of times business meetings have wine and this would be a great spot for somebody who's here for business. Uh, And again, you're right in all the actions. So once you're done, you can go drink, party, whatever you want when you go over there. Um, Just sort of like to add on to this, uh, they also, since we're at Cosmopolitan, by the way, STK, do not go to STK for a business meeting. It is way too loud, way too party time. Do not go to SDK for a business meeting. Even if you want to go for like a date, it's way too loud in there. Um, SDK is cool. It's a vibe. It's fun. But it's really great if you're with a group. I think it's great with a group. But if you're trying to go like on a date or, you know, something of that nature, I just think it's way too loud. I would not recommend it. Not whatsoever. So um, another place is actually Jose Andres Restaurant, which is actually next to it. Haleo, which if you want to do something that's a little bit off the beaten path in terms of you know business, um, it's a very nice open concept. So you can actually look into the kitchen. It's a little bit more, I would say, millennial-ish. So 20s and 30s. Um, you're really getting people who like sort of this you know, you know Spanish tapas uh, feel. Uh, and again, it's more sort of a group fun vibe, but if you have, if you have a business meeting that's with maybe some younger people that want to do something a little bit different, um, this might be a good choice for you. Um, I myself have not actually eaten at, uh, Jose Andres Haleo. Um, it's very good, uh, from what I've been told, but I think people really like the name Jose Andres. He's very, very well known. Uh, but again, if you want something a little bit, you know, different. Um, When it comes to business meetings, I think it's really, really important to not get too wild. Like unless you really, really know the people that you're taking out for one of these things, um, I would certainly stick to the straight and narrow uh, just because you don't know what everybody's sensibilities are. And again, if you're getting, if you're taking people from like the South or like, you know, middle America, um, they, they typically do want a very straightforward sort of, again, this is very general, a huge generalization, but even me, like if I went to a business meeting, I want there to be food that I want to eat and I don't have to work too hard for it. Um, craft steak, Carver steak, Scarpetta, that's Italian, that's steakhouse. I'm going to find something on the menu that I want to eat. So that is certainly something that I would recommend because I think it's very easy for everybody to pick something off of that menu. Um, Like if you try to go to like Indian cuisine, for example, or like Thai cuisine, that's really cool. You're trying something different, but I'm sure there's going to be somebody on that list that's going to go to that you invited that's going to say, oh my God, what am I going to eat at this place? Make it easy. Make it straightforward. That's the best thing that I can recommend for booking Um, a business meeting in Las Vegas. 
So as I continue on, uh, there's a couple that I haven't mentioned. They're both going to be steakhouses again. So here's one that I think is really, really fantastic, but doesn't really get, but it gets a lot of conferences buy it out, which is sort of annoying. But Delmonico's at the Palazzo is great. Love it. It's, you know, perfect sort of level in terms of noise. It has great lighting, so you don't have to use your light to actually look at the menu. You also get, you know, it's it sort of looks like a cellar, sort of like a French cellar with sort of this like white dome brick sort of on top, very European, really, really cool. Uh, but it feels very much like an East Coast steakhouse, which is really, really cool. Uh, they also have, which sort of gives you to the, you know, pops with the wow factor, and this is the only time you maybe would share something, is that they make their, they do a handmade Caesar salad right at the table. So they do a table-side preparation of their Caesar salad where they mix it all together, do the whole thing, really feels like a performance, and then they sort of serve it to everybody at the table. So this has happened when I went and went with my friend, and, well, my friend, actually a friend, family friend, a friend, and a cousin that we all sort of ate together. And it wasn't a business meeting whatsoever, but it felt sort of that way in terms of everybody wanted their own item. We're all comfortable with each other, but not like, you know, my brother where we'll share like, you know, a duck. It's very, very different. So it's a really good in terms of vibe, which feels very businesslike, but you know, it's nighttime. Uh, but also it's just the right, the, the right level in terms of volume control inside of the restaurant. So it really had the right tone, really hits the tone of business, but elevated where I think anybody would be interested in going to a place like this. So Delmonico at Palazzo, I think is a really fantastic option. Also plus for it being right next to the convention center, because that's always great. So um, I will move on to the next one, which is a newer addition to Las Vegas, but something that any, everybody knows, and everybody would be super into going and trying this out. And actually, this is actually a place that you can do you know, you could do communal-style dining, even though I kind of left it off the menu, um, or left it off of what I said you should look for. And this is Peter Luger's at Caesars Palace. So Peter Luger's is a staple in New York, in Brooklyn, New York, over 100 years old. This place is actually really well known for holding huge business meetings, uh, very important business meetings uh, in New York City. Uh, and the one in Vegas is no different. I think it's great for lunch. It's great for dinner. Um, if you do dinner, you can certainly do the steak for two, steak for three. They do steak for fours where you actually do have it prepared. They bring it out to you where it's sizzling on the plate. They do the preparation with the fork and the spoon where they actually, you know, grab it, take it out, put it in the juice to show you that you can cook a little bit more on it. They show you the different cuts and then you can all just sort of feast off of the same thing. And again, it sounds really weird, but that is actually a really great staple of Peter Luger's. Again, it's the right level of music where it's there, but it's not overpowering. The lighting is really, really good in there. Maybe a little bit darker than we want it to be, but again, really nice bar on the front where you can actually walk in, meet your party, have a drink before, and then go to the actual dinner. Same thing with places like Delmonico. Delmonico has a great bar you can go to have a drink before. Carver State, great bar. Craft steak, great bar. Scarpetta, nice long bar, although it's a little tiny. But all these places have these things kind of in common where they have a nice bar where you can meet up 
and then you go into the actual restaurant itself. Peter Luger's is not cheap. I would definitely say for Peter Luger's that you tell like your party, like, hey, like we should get. There's always a way to frame it. This is always really important is framing because you don't want to tell people what to get because, again, that defeats the purpose of a business meeting. Um, and you can just sort of frame it this way. This is what I would recommend. If you are going to be going to Peter Luger's, they're known for their steak for two. They're actually world-renownedly known for this, uh, that you get the steak for two, you all share. You can say you want to get the steak for three. That's completely fine. Um, if you go with a party of four, four men, for example, I would get the steak for three, at least. Maybe the steak for four, especially if they're big eaters. But like, if you go like for steak for two, this is just sort of like a tip in general. Steak for two usually can feed three people. Um, just depends on how big your appetite is. But again, if you're the one, you know, actually booking the reservation, and you're the one trying to be impressed or press impressive. You have to get more food than what is required. You don't want somebody to say, oh, well, yeah, like we only got this. You make you want to make sure that you offer all these choices because that is the reason you're trying to schmooze them in. Uh, so again, Peter Luger's is great. I would highly recommend it. Lots of great sides. You can certainly share, of course, because you can all sort of communally pick things you want and things you don't want. And the, the service is really fantastic. It feels high-end. It feels like you put some thought into it. And the cool thing about Peter Luger's, it's actually not that hard to make reservations for Peter Luger's in Las Vegas. You can actually book one pretty far out in advance. It's a very big room, so it's actually you know very easy to book in terms of you know as long as they're not bought out or anything. But I think Peter Lucas is a great option for a business meeting. The only one on here of my you know, list of five that would be probably the most difficult to make a reservation at would probably be Scarpetta, just in terms of the size of the room is not as big as the others. Craft Steak is a huge room. Delmonico, huge room. Carver Steak, huge room. So all these places typically have reservations available. As long as they're not butt out, you can typically make a reservation for this. I've made reservations at Craft Steak uh, night of just because, again, it's just such a huge room. It's really hard to fill all those reservations, but they do, and they do book covers. And all of the food at all these places, I would 100% go eat at any time of the week. So really the service, the food, you know, the, the ambiance, everything hits the right notes if you're going to be booking a business meeting in Las Vegas for these places. So again, um, I'll run through my list one more time just so everybody sort of catches it. And um, also, I'll highlight the ones that I actually have made videos for so you guys actually know about it. So um, one, Carver Steak at the Resorts World, Delmonico at Palazzo, connected to the Venetian, Craft Steak at MGM Grand, Peter Luger at Caesars Palace, and Scarpetta, the Italian restaurant, at the Cosmopolitan. So these are sort of the big five that I would recommend go to if you're going to be here in Las Vegas. Um, I'll throw one uh, seafood option in for you because I sort of dismissed out on the seafood. Um, I also don't like seafood, so sorry. But I would recommend if you go over to uh, Milo's, uh, it has a weird seafood name in front of it that is Greek, but they have Milo's, which is over at Venetian as well. Huge, beautiful room. It's just gigantic. Um, you can get like sort of the fish that's cooked in the sea salt, which everybody always loves looking at that. They like breaking it open. Hopefully you have to break it open your checkbook because it is very expensive. You're looking at, you know, almost $175 to $200 depending on the fish that you get. And it is very expensive. And that's not even counting any of the other stuff you get. Um, 
Milo's is a very expensive restaurant that I do not recommend if you are on a budget trying to book one of these things. But again, it's fish, it's seafood. It's kind of the way it goes. Um, so that's the one seafood option I would recommend just because people love it. Um, I would also recommend Bobby Flay's restaurant over at Caesar's Palace. Name escapes me. So you kind of, you guys might have to go look it up because these seafood ones I didn't have prepared. Uh, but that one, again, it's just like, it's the menu's not ex- ex- extensive enough. So, I mean, they have a steak on the menu, sort of like they're required to, but I, I would say try to stay away from, you know, unless you guys, people, unless your people really like seafood, I would stay away from it. Oh, totally forgot to mention it, but this is a really great option. Uh, Joe Stone Crab. Everybody knows Joe Stone Crab. It's from Miami. People will know it, especially if they're on the East Coast or anywhere near Florida or even New York. They know Joe's. They know that's going to be good. They're going to have a steak on the menu. They're going to have crab on the menu, of course. You know, their, their, you know, their claws are really, 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 really popular. Uh, but that's another great option in terms of seafood um, in Las Vegas. And you can usually find a reservation if you book that one out far enough in advance. So, again, these are all my options for business meetings that I think would be great. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoy it. If you want to go check any of these out, you can always check us out on Conscious Confidential underscore LV on Instagram, and you can follow us on TikTok at Keys to Vegas. Uh, I do have videos for Craft Steak on there, Peter Luger's, Scarpetta, and Carver Steak as well. The only one I didn't do was Delmonico's, but that was because that was a while ago before I even started this podcast. But um, would highly recommend all these places that I just told you about. So again, this was, you know, Concierge Confidential. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. My name is Brian Ortega. You can also follow me, Brian Ortega underscore Ortega 26. If you ever want to see, you know, what's going on in my life, which is basically everything that I do on Concierge Confidential as well. So it is what it is. So again, if you see me out at any point while you're here in Las Vegas, come say hello. Let me know that you're actually coming into town. Maybe I'll be out and about and maybe I'll see you. But if you see me, remember, keep it confidential.